following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And remember, new customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up will get $150 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5. Get more info on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number two on a Money Line Monday. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this hour, more conversation on the expansion of the Big Ten. Added Oregon and Washington officially late Friday. Tim Stout from our affiliate, The Game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, where you can hear Stout on sports. Weekday mornings at 10 a.m. and the huge show weeknights. Tape delayed 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. He'll join us. In just a few minutes, Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com. Before we are done statewide today, Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal. On expansion, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. And John Conlon, head soccer coach of the Byron Center Girls Program, one of our soccer insiders on the U.S. being eliminated in PKs, which are penalty kicks by Sweden. They missed three PKs. Megan Rapino said the highlight of her career playing for her country was equal pay. Like I said yesterday, after I watched that game at 5 a.m., and I tweeted out and posted on the Huge Show Facebook page that the politics connected to the U.S. women's soccer team over the last four to six years, including national anthem drama, Megan Rapino saying that boys who are transgender should be able to take girls spots on youth in high school and college and even national teams one day just her comments the highlight wasn't playing for the country was equal pay and by the way I think the women deserved equal pay while playing for their country or if they're going on a tour where they're selling tickets but it's been a while since They've been that draw, right? I have no problem with U.S. men and women having equal pay, but I don't need to see it on TV commercials while I'm watching the World Cup and cheering on the red, white, and blue. And anybody who thinks somebody born a male should be allowed to take my daughter's spot on a college team or one day on a national team, you can hit the highway. Gosh, there's no discrimination. Whatever gender you are born, you have the right to try out for a male or female team. No one's discriminating against you. 
Oh, but now that Megan Rapinoe's done, yeah, go ahead. It was really about the money. And yeah, it's okay. Let let 16-year-olds who don't know what from one day to the next they're doing anyways, let them go ahead and take the spot of a girl on a track team in Connecticut or uh, a soccer team, sure. And that one day the national teams could be people born males who are females. I mean, what? Come on, man. No one's discriminated against. No one has any phobia. You're born... You're born. Uh, this is about sports, not about workplace, not about buying a house, not about getting a loan from a bank, not about where you eat at a restaurant, not about anything else. It's about sports. But right now, it's a political hot potato because it garners support and politicians just do. You know what? I'm going to forgive your loans. Really? Yeah, that's it. You know what? Vote for me. It's just politics. It's not the truth. Where is the daily discrimination you see? Or Megan Rapino saying that transgender kids and athletes are getting beat up. Well, where? Where is this? Well, you're denied in the workplace. You're you're denied a, a place to live. You're denied the freedoms of being an American that I'll line up and protect you no matter who you are. But we're talking sports here. Title IX says there will be no discrimination based on your gender, not how you identify. And Megan Rapinoe, yeah, I'm done. Sure. Let, Let the kid born a boy take the spot on a high school girls soccer team from the girl who has played for 10 years dreaming she could be the next Megan Rapino on the pitch. Tell me where that makes sense on any level, and please, I don't care. I'm not part of the woke portion of America. I'm not. I'm a father. I'm for equality. We're arguing about this garbage yesterday. Meanwhile, I see it was the anniversary of what Jesse Owens did in Berlin in front of Hitler and won four gold medals. And the man had to eat at different restaurants and drink out of different fountains in his home state of Alabama when he came back. There's somebody who has a legitimate reason not to salute the flag. And you know who was saluting the flag in front of Hitler? While a runner-up is doing high a Hitler who's in the stadium in Berlin, Jesse Owens, the American, which I think is the greatest sports story ever in the history of this country. Because he had a reason to be upset that this country, not, not everywhere, because we all get lumped together by all the states. Revisionist history is interesting because people forget the North kicked the South's ass. Fighting what? Slavery. And that Jesse Owens in front of Hitler. Think about that. In front of the most evil person ever on this planet. Who dreamed of a white Aryan race and a black man out of Alabama. Alabama. 
Not once, not twice, not three times, but higher this. And he's there in a photo saluting the flag and thought after winning in Berlin in 1936 that his life would change. And it changed in other countries. But it didn't change in America. And that's an ugly side of this country that I've never been able to stomach. But I will tell you, in 2023, I believe most Americans do not see color in athletes or color in sports. And they don't see gender. You're born a male and you want to identify as a female or transition, that's your business. But if you're going to play sports, you play on the guys' teams. And anybody who thinks it's okay for young men to shower or go into a locker room and undress in front of other high school girls, again, hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back. No more, no more, no more. Oh, Bill, you, do you worry about your opinions? No, I don't. Because this is, this has, there's nothing discriminatory about what I'm saying. Nothing. Nothing at all. That person born a boy can go to a high school and try out for that boys team. That girl born a girl can go try out for that high school team. Can try and get a scholarship. Can try and chase a dream to play in a World Cup one day. But thinking that males, just by identifying as a female, can take a spot of a young girl or woman? Because they identify. You know, Mark Ewell and the Michigan High School Athletic Association, for over a decade, they've had a case-by-case rule in place in our state where every case is looked at individually based on the sport you're going into, based on the level of transition or hormones or whatever the medical procedure is. And they look at it. It's not political. It's been in place for over a decade. That's where I stand. You're born a male. You have every right to try out for any male sports team. I don't care if it's Bowling team with your friend. I don't care where. There's no discrimination. There's not. And also, you want to live your life as an adult and be who you want to be? Go ahead and do it. You're not breaking any laws? More power to you. You're discriminated in the workplace. You're discriminated at a restaurant. You're forced to drink out of a separate fountain like Jesse Owens was or sleep in a different hotel. Then you know what? Get the, get the march on, and you got a legit reason. God, I've had it. I really have. I've had it. Megan Rapino repulses me more than any athlete ever in America. Smiling after she misses the PK. Smiling. Really? Gosh. You know, I, I believe in your right to your opinion. And you have a right to voice that. But, you know, it began with the national anthem situation, and I'm so damn tired of the national anthem. 
So let me get this straight. You want to play for our country, make all that equal pay money you mentioned, but forget the anthem. Yeah, tell him, like, don't even get me going on Kyler Kaepernick. He was oppressed. Went to college, got a $120 million contract. Sure, okay. Oh, my Lord. Wow. It's amazing. If you want to join in our Budweiser Folds of Honor, huge question of the day that you can answer. You can join in. With the Big Ten adding Oregon and Washington, do you see any more teams coming aboard? And if so, what teams? You can join in at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. That's the word HUGE out of 21000. Let's go talk about the addition of Oregon and Washington to the Big Ten. Late on Friday, Tim Stout from Stout on Sports heard weekday mornings on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, our flagship station where you can hear, or his flagship station where you can hear the huge show. Weeknights, tape delayed, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. How you doing, Timmy? Good, Bill. How are you doing today? Good. Good to talk to you. 35,000 high school football players, 95,000 high school athletes. Great time of year. Good for those kids. I hope it works out great for them. A little cooler today for them in August, but it's good to have them all back out playing. I hope things work out well. Good. You always mention Mark Ewell. Good for him. They've done a good job. They've got 95,000 kids out playing sports this fall. Good for the high schools. Yeah, and good for uh, beyond football. you got cross country. Uh, my son uh, plays soccer at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern. I think they're beginning tryouts today. Their season begins like in uh, 10 days. You got what, uh, girls? Is it girls golf in the fall, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, girls yep. golf uh-huh. in the fall. You got cross country. You got so much going on. It's awesome uh, for all the boys and girls, student athletes across this state. I know a lot of proud parents, a lot of coaches who really are surrogate parents to our children, officials, and uh, training staff, and so many people connected. I know you say the number for football, but when you – uh, go beyond support staff and everybody connected. Uh, it, there are a ton of people across this state who yep. really help our kids be able to enjoy high school sports. The refreshing thing for me about it, Bill, is it's one sport that has never ceased through the years to be analyzed and enjoyed where money wasn't the corrupting thing like you find constantly with the pros in colleges, where money is always in the discussion, money always seems to make decisions, money always is involved. But at the high school level, somehow, someway, through all these decades, Friday Night Lights across America has managed to hold its interests for the most part, in all these communities, or many of these communities, certainly in the, in the West Michigan area, no question about it. And to me, that's you know, to me, that's a positive sign that for all the changes in the world, especially in sports, Friday Night Lights is still a big deal, and it is in the state of Michigan. I look forward to it every fall. All right. Speaking of football, that is a big deal with big money. The addition of Oregon and Washington, uh, surprise move, quick move. I think more of a quick move than surprise move. On Friday, your thoughts on the Big Ten and like our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans huge question of the day. Will there be more schools coming? And if so, what schools? 
Well, it's hard for me to believe, Bill, that the Big Ten has done at 18. Uh, I, I just cannot believe that they're not going to tear up all the football schedules next fall because they have to account for Oregon and Washington. But why would you change those now again if you're not certain that the full roster is going to be 20 schools instead of 18? And to me, 20 schools is so much easier and readily available to schedule. However, I am a little surprised that uh, that Cal and Stanford would, to me, seem like a natural fit because it would remove some of the geographic issues of all those West Coast schools having to travel. If you add Cal and Stanford, everybody's got five games within their old Pac-12 conference right away there, including the Olympic sports. However... I'm also hearing that the Big Ten wants to see what's going to happen in the ACC with Florida State. If Florida State gets out of its deal and goes elsewhere, and I can't imagine that would be the Big Ten because Florida State wants money and the Big Ten only wants team schools in that are willing to take a cut. So that, to me, knocks out Florida State. But if Florida State bails from the ACC, schools that have been vetted previously that the Big Ten would have its eyes on clearly, in my opinion, would be North Carolina and Virginia. If those two were available uh, and you had those 20, either Cal Stanford or North Carolina, Virginia, that to me would end all of this at least conference pillaging until or unless down the road somehow there is an NFL-type model for the major schools. And I can't imagine that they would stop at 18 because Stanford and Cal have no cards to play. They'd have to come in for a reduced fee. North Carolina, Virginia, I'm not quite sure about that. But to your point, it's hard for me to believe that this is absolutely the end. Last week, the Big Ten commissioner said at football media days, he was, you know, nobody was telling him to do anything about adding schools. And then last week, he adds two major schools. It, it's something that is, is a surprise to me. Of everything I've seen through all the years in college athletics, the way this has all unfolded to me is one of the biggest surprises. But, you know, they never cut back budgets. They only increase budgets. They can't increase ticket prices. They can do it only so much. There are only so many donors. The donors won't have to pay the players or pay for the facilities. Where's the money going to come from? I guess that leaves broadcasting. And as you know, they better hope broadcasting doesn't struggle to pay all these bills in the future. Well, uh, sports being cut uh, could be a reality. Also, when you look at uh, the mid-level mid-major, if I can use that basketball phrase of football, that they might have to get back to old school, that Western and Central might play all Saturday games, that they'll be on a minor network, that they'll create a 2014 playoff, that they'll join maybe football subdivision with the Southern Illinois and Illinois States and those types of schools, and, and fans will go do the old school tailgate. I mean, CMU played football long before the Power Five, long before the big paydays, they could do it. Western could do it. I mean, you know, the innocence of football, when you talked about it at the high school level, which I agree with, you still go to a Hope, Alma, uh, Albion, Adrian football game, Saginaw Valley, Ferris to a point, Grand Valley. There, there, there's still that feeling of that collegiate experience. Michigan Tech, another well, school. It, Northwood? I mean, it- yeah, I mean, even in the Ivy League. I mean, I had a son get a degree at Cornell, so while he was there, we enjoyed a couple of weekends up there both watching football and basketball, and it didn't seem to be any kind of an issue. They have stadiums, they have campuses, 
They don't have coaches making preposterous amounts of money, blah, 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 but they don't have the same pressure on them to win. The seasons aren't nearly as long. You go to class, all that kind of thing, which is not what the case is, as we know, with all the power fives because of the way it has grown. I mean, I think it's too bad, but I but I don't think, Bill, this story is nearly complete. You know, there have been no format announcements relative to basketball. Who's going to play in the Big Ten basketball tournaments, men and women? Are we going to, where are they going to be played? Do you need more in one site? Are all 18 teams or more? Are they all going to be in it? How are you going to play all that one way or the other? And all the other Olympic sports, how are you going to play all those? And I cannot imagine that those are going to have the breadth that football is going to have. Because this is a football deal, clear and simple. Is football going to add a 13th game? Is football going to add a 10th conference game? Is football going to eliminate the bye week because we need another payday? I mean, there are so many those questions and if i were the max schools depending on those one and a half billion dollar non-conference paydays i'd be a little skittish right now with all this because who knows how much inventory is there to play all these games who's going to pay for all this moving forward i mean to me if you're in college athletics at any level of division one you got to have so many questions and so many sports moving forward that have never come out yet because again i cannot imagine that the big 10 is fully convinced that it's going to stop at 18 but if it does go to 20 all right if it goes to 20 i think the issue is going to be the next trigger what is florida state going to do in the acc and if you have if you have two acc and two of the other pac 12s that want to get in there how's that play out the latest i heard this afternoon is oregon state's trying to get into the big 12 and the big 12 is talking with them if the oregon state goes to the big 12 you know they're not going to stop at an odd number then they would take another one as well i mean it's just amazing to me how all this has played out dramatically simply because these budgets were never curtailed and the, the desperate attempt to go find money to pay the bills as the budgets go up is where we are today Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings, 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You see him on TV and also in the Lansing State Journal. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, Timmy, good stuff. Good to hear your voice. We'll talk soon. Fine, Bill. Good to talk to you. Keep up the good work. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Tim Stout checking in on a Moneyline Monday presented by our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Get that winning feeling uh, with DraftKings, with money lines, props, parlays, and more, you can bet on your favorite sports and take a shot at huge wins. New customers can score $150 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 on any sport, any team, any game. Plus, all customers can take their winnings to the next level with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Open up the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place your parlay by combining multiple bets from a single game for a shot at even bigger payouts. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up, and those new customers who do that can score $150 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5 on anything. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. On the way, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. More on the Big Ten expanding into Oregon and Washington, the University of Washington and the University of Oregon. Who's next? Broom from Ann Arbor will join us 
after this network T.O. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and X's and bros or just text golf to 21,000 to enter. That's golf to 21,000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copy Copyright 2023, Labatt, USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's Duck, Duck, Duck. Every Friday in August, win your share of 60 grand in premium play. Drawings each week from 7 to 11 p.m. And lucky guests every hour win up to $3,000 premium play. You won't want to miss $60,000 Duck, Duck, Duck. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. 
A lot of conversation about the expanding Big Ten. How many more teams will come aboard? That's our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. Every Budweiser Folds of Honor can you buy this summer will mean money going to help the children of men and women injured and killed in combat or the children of our first responders at your local pub, restaurant, or store. Look for the Budweiser Anheuser-Busch limited edition Folds of Honor cans. Go to Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. Get his thoughts on the growing uh, Big Ten Conference. How you doing, my man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me back. All right. Uh, how much bigger will this conference go in the short term? What's your gut? Oof. Oh, gosh. I feel like they're going to get to 20. I, I really do. I, I don't know who it's going to be, but, you know, the thing with all this expansion talk is that, it, it you know, once you hear the – the key is when you see the, the tweets out, say, oh, well, the, the Big Ten Conference is having, you know, quote, unquote, uh, exploratory discussions. And that means they're about 99% of the way there, uh, especially with how things, uh, how quickly these things have come together. So, I don't know. Um, it feels like 18 is a lot. I feel like once you get to 18, though, 20, uh, at least get to 20 and have it be at least the big multiple of 10. But yeah, I, I in the short term, I you know with the Pac-12 falling apart, I think everything's kind of on the table right now. So who would be the next two if there was the ideal two that you could handpick Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com offices in Ann Arbor? What two teams would be the best fit right now to join just added Oregon and Washington? Yeah, I mean, the the easiest two teams to name would be Cal and Stanford, right? Because then you got a foothold in the Bay Area there. Uh, but I, I really think that, you know, it's, it's just this whole expansion thing is just so transparently about about money and grabbing television, you know, markets. And they do it under the guise of, oh, well, these are respected uh, research institutions, too, which, yeah, those are boxes that get checked. But, you know, I, I think if it's about playing that, you know, playing the – the map of the United States, like it's a board game, uh, you'd probably look into the Carolinas at a, at a Clemson or a North Carolina. Uh, I know North Carolina would check the research institution box. They are a respectable football program, obviously uh, all-time elite uh, in terms of a basketball program. Uh, so I, I know there was some buzz on Clemson. I know people have brought up Florida State. Um, to me, they still kind of feel like – they feel more like fits for what an expanded SEC would look like, but um, you know, if I'm just going going through the map right now, uh, there's there's a lot of white space at the moment, you know, in the Carolinas and in the SEC territory. And if you really want to make a splash, I think that's maybe where you look to go next. Does Notre Dame start to think, hey, if all these conferences are getting bigger and our options on scheduled regular season games might only be with weaker teams, which could hurt us getting to the playoffs. Do you think any of these new moves could make Notre Dame rethink joining a conference? I don't think they're going to join anyone until they, they have to. And I don't think Notre Dame feels that it has to. Um, no, I guess, again, that depends on what, you know, if, if the ACC loses a, a Clemson and a Florida State to either the Big Ten or, or the SEC, all of a sudden, the little handshake deal they have with the ACC doesn't look all that appealing either. So I feel like in the game of musical chairs, you know, it's not 
I think the sense of urgency from Notre Dame is, is probably extremely low because, you know, they're not in a conference. They haven't had to join a conference. Um, these teams are kind of, these other teams kind of jockeying for position um, across the country are, you know, securing their future. I think Notre Dame, now, if you're their leadership there, and I'm not confident that they can set their hubris aside and do this, but you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to play the game of musical chairs and but be a late adopter, and all of a sudden you don't have a seat at the table. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. With so much, so much of it run by the TV networks, which is, that's a whole other thing. The fact that TV networks are basically treating college sports as, you know, the, the block of programming that it is, as opposed to, you know, the awesome sport and packed with traditions and, and rivalries and all that. Um, you know, not the Big Ten's in bed with NBC, and Notre Dame already has the deal with NBC. Again, I, I can't say I would ever rule that out, but I know a lot of people would uh, would prefer to keep taking the to hell with Notre Dame stance, but uh, we'll see what happens. Well, I think uh, with this new addition, at least I'll look at the Big Ten with adding Oregon and Washington, and we'll see. I, I agree with you. There'll be movement on a couple of teams here, I think, in the next week or so, if not sooner, that you're going to go to 10 conference games starting next year. You'll have two non-conference games, and Notre Dame is going to have the advantage because of the NBC deal to probably get some more Big Ten deals done than they have in previous years. Yeah, that's a good point, too. I mean, and in terms of scheduling, I mean, Notre Dame might not even, like I said, I think eventually they're going to have to, to choose a side and pick their conference, and maybe maybe we are heading to one or two super conferences. But you know, in the here and now, uh, given that you will have those NBC back channels to work, and obviously with the Big Ten, you've got those rivalries built in, you know, I'm willing to bet in the next couple of years. I wouldn't be surprised to see. You know, uh, you know, obviously Michigan will scrap its home and home with Washington that's on the books because they're coming to the Big Ten. But I could see a couple of those home and homes. Like, uh, you know, I don't know if the Texas series will be affected by it, but I could see Oklahoma being swapped out for for Notre Dame and having that series come back, you know, sooner than 2033. And like I said, I, I think that. Uh, the fact that all of, you know, when you start linking TV markets and then the TV networks together, um, you know, there are some some interesting combinations you can come up with in terms of at least games in the media future. So, um, you know, as it pertains to Notre Dame, they are always going to look out for Notre Dame first and foremost. And NBC is willing to apparently still play ball with them. Uh, so I think that's going to be the arrangement. And then we'll see a little bit more Big Ten crossover with that program. End of the day, uh, it's about the strength of schedule, the most important thing uh, at the top of the list with the playoff committee. If you listen to them after every season, strength of schedule came into play. It's why Michigan wasn't a higher seed uh, last year uh, in the college football playoff. And Notre Dame, if these conferences, I know the SEC says they're going to stay at eight, which seems awfully low, but the Notre Dame looking at the Big Ten – at least the games are going to play uh, 10 conference games. Uh, you could be a 9-3 and three team and have a better strength of schedule number than a team that finished 11-1. and one. Yeah, and, and I think that is important, uh, especially if the SEC is going to stay at 8 and uh, they're still going to have you know their F- FCS weekend in November, the FCS extravaganza, I like to call it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, the fact that it's going to 12, and honestly, the way that things are going now, uh, I wouldn't even be surprised if, you know, you get some of these uh, these big power brokers back at the table and say, hey, maybe this playoff needs to be 16, because all of a sudden, you know, you look, you just look at the Big Ten. I mean, think of the name brand programs that are, are there already. You've got, you know, obviously, you know, Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Penn State. I think Wisconsin's going to win a lot under Luke Fickle. I think Nebraska is going to win under uh, under Matt Rule. You've got the four West Coast schools coming in. I think at least two or three of those uh, will be schools that factor into maybe that top 12, top 16. So, yeah, I mean, you know, if it's a 12-team playoff, and let's just say you have four or five teams in the Big Ten alone, I mean, I, I think that might this might be something that winds up driving, you know, maybe even further playoff expansion, too. I mean, it's... It's just all like it, you know. It's been a couple of days since this has all been official and announced, and there's just so much to sift through still, um, so much to process with it. And you know, the way that things are moving now, it's like by the time you finally come around on the idea that you know USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington, okay, these are Big Ten schools now, then there's another shoe that drops somewhere else. Um, so it's hard. To, it's hard to keep up with. Now, at some point, the you know, water's going to find its level and everything's going to calm down a little bit and we'll accept what this new normal is. But in the here and now, um, a lot of changes, and honestly, a lot of changes that fans really don't want and haven't asked for, and that's frustrating. I think the expansion to 16, everything's a moving uh, wheel right now on this expansion and this uh, college gold rush that you have the first-round buys, you just take away the buys, there's your... 16-team playoffs, you get four additional teams, uh, which would look at what is turning out to be the big three with the Big 12, Big 10, SEC. That's something I hadn't thought about. I agree with you 100%. Anthony Broom, i got to get to a network T.O. Thank you for your huge opinion on the growing Big 10. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right, Anthony Broom, check it in. You can follow everything Michigan connected to expansion in the Big 10 24-7 at thewolverine.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. 
Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Westside Beer Distributing. Now, they're proud to support the Folds of Honor Scholarship Program, benefiting the families of fallen and injured soldiers and our first responders. Folds of Honor provides scholarships for education to ensure our heroes' children can attend college. And Westside Beer Distributing has contributed over $100,000 since the program started and will be donating another $15,000 this summer to the Folds of Honor to help a local hero's child. Anheuser-Busch, which is the Folds of Honor's longest-standing partner, has donated over $21 million to the cause. Budweiser and Bud Light will continue to honor Folds of Honor this summer with special edition 16-ounce aluminum bottles. Look for them at a bar, restaurant, or retailer near you and support this great cause. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Got a road show tomorrow at Berlin Raceway in Marne. Superfly, did you see the TV coverage of that SRX race and how big Berlin looked on worldwide television? They got another big race. Wednesday night, the Tecton Battle at Berlin 250 on the short track. Tickets available at BerlinRaceway.com. That's BerlinRaceway.com. They're also trying to get on iRacing. You know, Vanderwall's talked about that, the former major leaguer, one of our Tigers, MLB insiders. He does it like, is it professionally? I don't know what it's called. Well, Striegel and the crew, and Jeff Striegel, the GM at Berlin, is the voice of NASCAR. They were calling out iRacing on the social network saying, hey, Berlin needs to have their track on iRacing. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. yesterday tweeted out, yes, they do. Classic short track should be on iRacing. They got the blessing of Junior. That's a good thing. Good kid. I like him. So we'll be there tomorrow previewing the Tektron Battle at Berlin 250 on Wednesday night. Like I said, tickets available at BerlinRaceway.com. Tomorrow, the voice of NASCAR and the GM at Berlin, Jeff Striegel, uh, will join me. Co-host will be near the garage area doing the show. Revving it up, ready to race. Talking to some of the biggest names in racing, and also he'll look back at the weekend at MIS down in Brooklyn. How about uh, they look so big on TV? I I immediately sent a note to Striegel and said, You have to be so proud. And it was big for West Michigan, it was huge for West Michigan. It just looks so big on the I, I think. ESPN will be back there, and now they're saying, hey, what about a truck series on the short oval? The NASCAR truck series at Berlin. 
By the way, uh, MIS this past weekend went into Monday today uh, because of rain yesterday all across Michigan. It looks like uh, Chris Boucher, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Kyle Larson, Daniel Suarez, Ross, Shastain, Kevin Harvick, Ryan Blaney, and Eric Jones finish in order uh, down at MIS. So I think that is uh, the final standings. I think they just wrapped up, finished off the race after the rain. And I know Eric Jones will be part of the Tektron battle at Berlin 250 on Wednesday. Get your tickets now at BerlinRaceway.com. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Hey, what night is a race? Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Striegel said it on air last week. Was that the biggest thing ever in sports in West Michigan? Had the biggest names ever together for one event. Meyer LPGA, Mayweather, and downtown Grand Rapids would be close. If you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show. Big. Bad. Huge.